Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P. Joe P is a PN. It's week 14. It's Friday. That means it's time to have some fun with the prop betting. Ooh-wee. It's going to be a good week of props here in the NFL market. To help us break them all down is the Welsh, of course, who hosts a million things over here between Betting Pros and Fantasy Pros. For us, joining us again, and, of course, the Undertaker himself, Andrew Anderson. Uh, he has been uh, the under machine lately and still continuing to make it all work. Although, Andrew, you did predict the over in the disgusting New England Patriots game that I'm not happy about the results. You're not happy about the results. Bogman's not happy about the results, but good job. You did go the over and you got that one right. I mean, look, when the under, the total was at 30 points, like we have to find a way to stop here. Like you can't <laughs> keep going down and we can't continuing to find value here because I didn't think there was any value, but I did talk about how you should be attacking the props, especially on the Steelers side, taking unders on those players because just because they're getting not a lot of yardage, that doesn't necessarily translate to points. So we saw points score on the Patriots side, mm -hmm. and we saw some red zone turnovers. We saw the Patriots, I mean, kind of looked like they were trying to give the game away in the second half, like the blocked punt, the guy was offsides, <laughs> though they called it on the Steelers, which was a really weird play. Um, but unfortunately, the Patriots came away with the win. Hate to see it, but... You know, you know, Joe, I would say, uh, yes, he did get that wrong, but there's one key over that he got in this last week that we really should be focusing oh, on well, here. Uh, look. A key over that I got that someone went on the Magical Mystery Tour last week, mm -hmm. slamming the over. How about those 49ers? Yeah, look, and, and this is what we've all been waiting for. We have gotten to this point, and uh, obviously Walsh could not even wait for me to give it to him. He had to take it because he is so excited to talk about it. And I'm a man of my word. I said I would come here next Friday and and, and tell Welsh that his 49ers are not the wine mm. and cheese 49ers. They are tough. They showed physicality. They showed uh, that the moment was not too big for them. Brock Purdy was terrific. CMC was physical. You had Debo making big play after big play. And I think that... Uh, it requires a little celebration here in honor of the 49ers because I did call them All the right. wine and cheese 49ers. So I got a nice little <laughs> Pinot Noir here. It's from the Napa region. So oh. not too far away. Uh, so I'm going to enjoy a little of this here uh, on the <laughs> show. Uh, Are you going to drink on the show? Yeah, well, I mean, I told you <laughs> I'm allowed? a man of my word. This <laughs> I is, don't even know this is allowed. This is an over. This is this my is punishment, uh, you know, because I was wrong about the Eagles and uh, the 49ers whooped their rear end. I've got a little cheese here. It's a nice little aged Colby Jack. So it looks uh, like a Starburst. What is it's that? Not a, no, it's That's... an aged Colby Jack. So I'm going to have some wine. have like cubes of cheese just like ready to go in your fridge. <laughs> yes, because like, I up. am a very cultured fellow that's why that's fair. so yeah. cheers <laughs> to your 49ers uh, more of a cheese stick guy cheers personally. to your over cheers to your 49ers cheers to brock purdy being the mvp conversation you did it 49ers you earned my respect and spin it around i earned spin this it. oh i already i already let it breathe for a Smell while it. okay i i i earned you know i earned this i i i'm gonna take it like a champ here and uh, uh but ah. all seriousness welsh when yeah. it comes to Purdy in this MVP conversation, mm -hmm. do you think that he actually is worthy of the MVP or should it be Trent Williams slash Debo Samuel considering when those guys play, they don't lose. But when those guys miss time, they did lose a bunch of games. Here's what I'll say. I think this he's number one unanimous stuff. I kind of think that's silly at this point. Like 
I do believe he is as valuable as can be because he is a fantastic game manager. This is Jimmy Garoppolo stuff. The whole time it was like Jimmy Garoppolo didn't need to be great. He just needed to not Jimmy make Garoppolo the dumbest. Plus. Yeah, yeah. well, he is Jimmy Garoppolo plus, but he needed to he not make the dumbest decision that anyone has ever made, but he would do that two or three times per game. Brock Purdy doesn't do that. He makes like one really bad decision. And guess what? They also don't go against him this year. So he belongs in the conversation. I don't think he belongs as like, I think it, last I saw it was like, Three to one. He was Everyone's number one. Three to one. Right MVP now, you odds. got the uh, Dak, Hertz, and Purdy are all hovering there. Two is hovering right after. And so you through, like I think MVP might get decided on Sunday night between the Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott to Eagles, a Cowboys game. That might be very well the deciding factors. If Hurts has a great game, I think everybody kind of jumps back on that Eagles bandwagon. If they go into Dallas where you couldn't beat anybody, I think that's a big conversation to have. But if Dak wins that game. I think you're going to see a very public push. I know you might, you know, whether it's right or not, the books are going to make a very public push because the cowboy money, you know, it's like Yankee money, Welsh. It's going to come in. It's going to come in hard after Cowboys that quarterback has never won MVP. Yeah, well, I was also going to argue, though, but, like, you get to that point, it, it, like, Purdy just ripped apart the Eagles. If Dak rips apart the Eagles... I'm not really yeah. sure that's like, oh, we should now no, go into that. It's just whoever beats the Eagles, done, everyone's like, that's the guy. I think when you're looking statistically and you're seeing the big passing numbers and the touchdown numbers and everything Dak's doing, statistically he stacks up ahead of Purdy. And you know then, what I would do? You know, it's, now it's about the wins, and now it's about winning big games, which is the thing that the Cowboys have struggled with. On the Purdy side, I, there's no chance. If someone was like interested, like I do think he is going to vie for this. This is not the time. This is the worst time to bet him. Do it this week. Let Dak go through for go throw for three touchdowns. Let him get better odds. Let Purdy go down to four and a half or five to one. Then place that bet because here's the thing. Purdy is just going to stay there the whole time. The 49ers win out. We might get to that. It's just not completely done. I was curious. Has there ever been an MVP that was taken in the seventh round or undrafted? Uh, well, Brady was picked 199. Tom Brady was 6th round. So <laughs> yeah, but Tom no, Brady, Brady was 6th round. I'm saying 7th round seventh, I, or... I highly doubt it. No, unless it was some weird supplemental thing. Um, and it's funny because, like, in my head when you were saying no quarterback for the Cowboys ever won, like, I was thinking Roger Staubach and all the weird draft stuff that happened with him because of his military service back when he was young. So I don't even, I don't even, get, that's not an issue. So, no, that, that's a really good question. Uh, and for my money, if we're really being honest, Tyreek Hill is the most valuable player in the NFL right now. Like he is yeah, making I that Miami that. team work. Like, but we got props to get to. We got, we got to get to this. And he's not going to win. Well, there's some future bets in here. I don't know. There's some it interesting is, future bets. There's some future discussions there's no here. no chance a position player can win that award with the quarterback numbers that are going on. I, just, I, mean, I, I don't see it. I mean, we've had running backs win it, so why can't? I mean, if he has 2,000 like, yards, if he has 2,000 yards this year, yeah, like, I think isn't that the equivalent of a receiver does 2,000 yards? As long as you don't have a Mahomes or an Allen or somebody like that, really. Like the, the guys that are doing it right now, you know, Hurts, I think, still is the favorite for a reason, but it is a really interesting conversation to have because I don't think any of them have really stood out for the entire season so far, whereas the one guy that has, it's been Tyreek 2000. Like, that's the guy. But that's a, that's a conversation for another show. Let's also get to the props here, talk about Week 14, and don't forget, it's not just football here. We've also got NBA, Fast Break Bets, every Wednesday, every Friday, Matt Modi Live, 11 a.m. Eastern, here on the channel Go subscribe to Betting Pro's YouTube channel so you can watch, you can ask questions, be involved in there. And remember, when you subscribe and you drop a comment below, you could win a one-year free premium upgrade to Betting Pro's. Start betting smarter, not harder. That's all you got to do. Drop a comment, subscribe, and ring the bell till it goes ding. Welsh, let's ring our bell uh, since you are uh, 
doing such a good job here, uh, crushing life with the 49ers. Let's continue to ride the wave in a positive way for week 14. What do you have? Yeah, let's crush some props. I think I was three and two last week, but we did hit that big alt line one. And I'm feeling we're going to go over this week. And I'm actually all overs. I tried to, in honor of Andrew Erickson, I tried to find an under I really liked. I just didn't. There's just all these beautiful overs. Not looking overs. hard enough, Welsh. Not I was looking hard pretty enough. hard, but that I wanted to lock into because there were so many overs. This one specifically, I love Packers receivers this week. Here's a good positive. If you listen to the week 14 Dr. Chow injury report podcast that we've got here, you'll hear Joe and Dr. Chow talk about how we're not getting Christian Watson this week. Our eyes and the injury report have told us we're not getting Christian Watson this week. That means everybody moves up against one of the worst defenses for against wide receivers. Jaden Reed has had at least four receptions in four straight games. He has hit two of his last four on his receiving prop, which is 38 and a half yards right now. And without Watson, he gets in even more. Watson, by the way, he was hot in the last two where Reed suffered. The previous two, Jaden Reed's receiving yard prop did hit when Watson was out. The Giants are the number one matchup for wide receivers in fantasy over the last month right now. Jaden Reed has been a major focal point of the offense, and this number is too low. Jaden Reed under 40 is a smash bet for me right now. I like Romeo Dobbs. I think Wicks. His actually his uh, props haven't been out all sneaky, but Jaden Reed is the playmaker in this offense. So we're going over 38 and a half receiving yards for Mr. Jaden Reed. I know the juice is 120, but I still love it. I'm with you. And I think all you do is you pair it easily with, you know, you go a little safe with the Packers winning, or you could take the Packers points side. And I think that's a nice way to kind of get a little and bit. And look around. I found a 115 late last night. I yeah. found a 115. And I think if it moves to 39 and a half, I got no issue. I'll be honest with you. I contemplated using this as a ladder bet. I don't yeah, want to do but it. Like you can't do it because you don't know if Wicks has a couple, you know, big moments. You don't know, you know, exactly if, if they have to push the football at all. Like they could just be up on them early and then just kind of send but, the football. But you could do a 40, 50, 60, and I could. don't hate it whatsoever. I don't hate it. But I, I think you're better off taking that heavy it. juice and putting it with the Packers and combining those things together. Erickson, yeah. give me a prop bet for week 14. Under. Josh Jacobs, 76 and a half rushing yards. You can find this on FanDuel. This is where I can get the best line at 76 and a half yards. Most of the other sports books have it around 71 or 72 and a half rushing yards, but you can't run on the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have allowed one running back the entire season to rush for more than 70 yards against them. It happened in week two. This Vikings defense is super stout against the run. And even though the Raiders want to feed Josh Jacobs to his heart's desire, it's not going to happen against the Vikings unless he gets 30 carries. Now, even if he gets 30 carries, I still didn't think he's going to get there. So I think Josh Jacobs, I think this number's way too high just based on what we've seen from Josh Jacobs in the box score when the matchup clearly looks like there's no chance that he's going to get over this number. The, the Vikings defense against the run is just too good. So I'm going to take the under on Josh Jacobs. All right, let's get to the Jets-Texans game for Welsh's next prop. By the way, two days in a row where Brees Hall isn't practicing, I think once you name Zach Wilson starter for the rest of the season, I think it's time for you to start going, well, do I really want to push myself if I'm Brees Hall? Except the Jets offense couldn't get any worse. But what about the offense of the Houston Texans here, Welsh? What do you have for the people? Yeah, so there's going to be some weather in this game, and that could affect the pass game. And also the pass rush on the Jets may be able to get to C.J. Stroud. And when that happens, if that's happening, because C.J. Stroud is going to want to throw the ball regardless of where the uh, the weather is, 
you might start moving. And that gets me to low rushing yard totals for really, really talented athletic quarterbacks like CJ Stroud. So rushing yards over nine and a half minus 115. You got to look around a little bit. Stroud has hit this in two straight weeks, four of his last six. And Stroud has been running more. He's had six rushing attempts per game in each of the last two games. Also throw out, you've got Sauce on Nico. So if you're talking about first looks here, first look gets taken away, you then start running. That's a tougher coverage spot. Obviously, Noah Brown and Robert Woods are both interesting, but you take away first look, the likelihood of running goes up. Jets, they're averaging 24 yards rushing per game to quarterbacks. And this marker here, this is a crazy one, this rushing yard prop has hit against the Jets in nine of 12 games this year. And they had a streak to start the year where this hit eight straight weeks. 10 yards from C.J. Stroud in this? Yup, smashing that. Yeah, I'm betting it right now as you're talking about it. Uh, it's such a low number, too. It just feels like it is. Me, so I absolutely love that. And look, if you're looking for the props, again, go to the prop bet cheat sheet. Over on the Betting Pros app, you scroll down, you can go game by game, you can go prop by prop, however you want to do it. Basically, if you haven't seen it yet, it gives you the projections for the player, it gives you the best place to bet it with the best odds, the over or the under, uh, and it's like literally the cheat sheet. Like we're literally giving you the answers to the to the test. So go check out the prop bet cheat sheet. Uh, let's go to the next one here for you, Erickson. We speculated after the buy, we might get more Roshan. And how do you feel about that speculation? I mean, I think that he's going to get enough work to get him to 14 and a half rushing yard, 14 and a half rushing yards. Like that's what his line is on DraftKings at minus 114. I'm like, he was like the starting running back when we last saw these teams play, right? I had to like check my notes again to be like, uh, yeah, he was. He played the majority of snaps over Khalil Herbert. Now, the other factor in this is, okay, well, Deontay Foreman was inactive in that game, but still teams don't go away from rookies after the bye week. Like they're going to go away from a veteran. And I think that, Deontay Foreman coming back from an injury, I think is more indicative of what we're going to see from Khalil Herbert. I think we're going to see less of Khalil Herbert, who actually has a higher rushing yards prop than Roshan Johnson. Foreman also has a higher rushing yards prop than Roshan Johnson. But Roshan Johnson played 74% of the snaps the last time we saw the Bears play. And they've hyped up this rookie ad nauseum throughout the entire season. And he would have had a bigger role had he not had a concussion earlier in the year. So, And the fact of the matter is just the number is so low. Despite all those other Bears running backs being involved throughout the season in and out of the lineup, he's been over this number in eight of 10 games. He did it against the Lions, averaging five yards per carry. So I get the Lions have a tougher run defense against the ground. Don't care. I think we think the Bears are live as a winner in this game. So oh, it's not oh, going to be over game blown out. <laughs> so Roshan's going to get enough touches to get to 15 yards. Like, this yeah. is a gimme. Uh, you know what I like about this, too? The the scary thing is Deontay Foreman, I, I believe, returning to practice was running with the ones and they pushed Khalil Herbert down. But this number is so stupidly low. They trust Roshan Johnson in pass protection as well. So if you get Roshan in in theoretical you know, passing situations and they want to run delays, that is more opportunity for him for a ridiculous. He could cash this in one carry easy. So it's going to come I think on a this draw, one is super 15 drop yep. play. And that's a better <laughs> number too. I was just looking, you can get it minus 110 over a points bet right now. Um, So that that's great. I was minus 114 to DraftKings. Again, this is why you're using the app, folks. Uh, Let's go back to you. Give me another prop for week 14, Welsh. What do you have? How about you? Uh, number three here, I'm going with a wide receiver. I'm going with Jordan Addison, 33 and a half. Now, Addison with Justin Jefferson coming back has people scared. Projections don't 
by the way, quite work up with this. I was looking at like PFF projections, 46 receiving yards, yet the totals are down just because Dobbs had a bad week last week and you have Justin Jefferson back. Now I'm going to put a caveat on this. Some of these numbers I'm going to give you are with Kirk Cousins, but Addison had not hit this total twice this entire season. This 33 and a half, only twice this whole season he hasn't done this. He's played five games with Justin Jefferson. Through the first five weeks, this receiving yard prop hit all five weeks with Justin Jefferson. So this is a great matchup in here. I do not believe Dobbs is as bad before. And he hits this when Justin Jefferson is there because he's getting better coverage. Dobbs is the only X factor to this versus Cousins before, but Dobbs likes Addison. 33 and a half is crazy low on Jordan Addison. So give me the over on his receiving yards because he hits it when Justin Jefferson is there. Also, Boom. anytime touchdown for him, plus 240 right now over on FanDuel. Just say three touchdowns he scored mm -hmm. with Justin yep. Jefferson on his side. Oh. I love that one. I almost picked that as yeah. my anytime touchdown. Well, we'll get to those in a second. I hope Erickson decided to bring one this week because I wasn't sure if he was. Bringing oh, I got one. one cooking. Oh, you got one. Co oh, good. I'm glad. Now I can. Rest I got a easy. dirty one. I got a real nasty one. You guys are gonna hate it. Uh, my God, I'm gonna have to start drinking that Pinot again uh, by You're the time I get to that it. one. You're gonna hate if I cash it oh. too. <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna hate it even more. All right, let's go back to you, Erickson. Give us another pick here for the prop department for week 14. Going back to the unders, Juwan Johnson, tight end for the New Orleans Saints, under two and a half receptions. He was a bust last week, despite being really popular in fantasy football, went goose-egged on three targets. He had zero targets in the second half of the game. Um, he actually ranked dead last in terms of receiving EPA in week 13. It was just a bad, really, a really bad week for Juwan Johnson, and I think it's just going to continue, to be totally honest with you. Uh, the Panthers have allowed the second fewest receptions per game two tight ends this year. Kate Otten was horrible last week because he faced the Carolina Panthers. He had zero catches. He had one target. When you look at John Johnson this year, he's only gone over this number two and a half, three times in eight games played with Chris Olave healthy, like Rashid Shaheed and Olave both have to be out for Juwan Johnson to get any type of opportunities in this offense. They use Taysom Hill too much. They use Foster Moreau too much. So for me, Juwan Johnson, anytime I can bet against really fringe tight ends, as we know, tight ends are just absolutely horrible to rely on. I'm going to take that opportunity. So Juwan Johnson under two and a half minus one thirty. They do hate him. They do hate him. Like they like openly, they wake up in the morning and they're like, nope, it's just Taysom <laughs> Hill and anybody else. I totally agree. And I do not think you're going to get Derek Carr in this game. Cause I think they fig figure, look, let, let's, I mean, he's got like 12 injuries right now. One time he's got a, got a rib issue, a shoulder issue, a concussion. Like, I, I don't, I mean, they're playing Head, the Carolina shoulders, Panthers. Shoulders, knees and toes. <laughs> Pretty knees much. And, toes. <laughs> and, and if you're playing the Carolina Panthers, like you should beat that team with Winston even. Like that's, that's all hell points. So I would be shocked to <laughs> Keyword, see Keyword, should. <laughs> you're right. It is the key word. But again, you know, strange things happen in 2023. All right, let's go to you, Welsh, for something that we can rely on this week in week 14. Yeah, well, last week I brought you that uh, Bijan Robinson receiving yard alt, which smacked, which was sure great. Did. Every single yep. time he had ever hit his receiving prop, it had gone over 25. So we just alted it to 25 and he did it, I think, on one catch. So uh, or maybe it was like at the second catch. It was beautiful. We cashed it. That's all that matters. So we're going back to the alt market again. We're not going crazy with it. We're looking at DJ Moore, who has been a monster and we are alt receiving yard this to 75 yards so we can get plus money. It was around 67 and a half uh, when I looked at it last night on the normal number. Moore has hit this 75 number two straight re weeks when Justin Fields was back at quarterback. The two games before Fields left when he had got right, 
he hit this marker. Three of the last four, by the way, ladder bet, three of the last four with Fields, he has gone over 100 yards. Lions are giving up the fourth most receiving yards over the last month. Mm -hmm. Last matchup DJ had, he had nine targets, seven catches for 96 yards. By the way, uh, DJ has one of the best quarterback, uh, wide or cornerback wide receiver matchups going into this week. 75 alt is the play. But you want to dance and get tricky. I don't hate it. Uh, maybe a little 70, 80, 90, or 60, 70, 80 with a little sprinkle on top. I'm not against it because DJ Moore is thriving oh, yeah. with Justin and Fields right now. And he can go right over now. 100. It's a great matchup. And, and look, I, I, yep. they, they took them to their limit. That was the first game that Fields came back. People forgot. We talked about this on the DFS show yesterday, which is audio only. So if you listen to the podcast version, you can always check out Debro and myself doing the DFS slate. But we talked about, like, this is Fields at home, not just playing to be the quarterback of Chicago, but playing to be a quarterback somewhere next year. And if it ain't Chicago, God, please let it be Atlanta. I would love to see Justin Fields be an Atlanta Falcon next year with those weapons and that offense indoors. That would be fantastic. Oh, my God. Drake, Lund Drake London would be like wide receiver oh, 15. Drake London, uh, B. John Robinson, 10. all these pieces would be so good. Kyle Pitts could be relevant again. I mean, forgot it. Forget it. It's, it'd just be so good. But I love DJ Moore this week. He's one of our favorite pieces in DFS and pairing with Fields is very easy duo. All right. Uh, let's get back to you, Erickson. Number four on the hit list for props for week 14. Monday Night Football going under. Derrick Henry under 56 and a half rushing yards because you guys know why? Because the Titans are playing on the road. They're going to play the Titans are playing on the road. So we fade the Titans when they're not in Nashville. So Derrick Henry has only gone over his rushing yards prop in two of his road games played. One of them happened all the way back in week one. One happened in week nine. So again, just following the trends here, like the Titans don't play well when they play on the road and the Miami Dolphins have actually been one of the better run defenses as of late. Number three, best defense in terms of against fantasy running backs over the last four games. They're allowing the league's second lowest explosive run rate at 5.8%. The only team that is tied with that is the Vikings. Again, I'm betting on the two best NFL run defenses to shut down two of the top tier running backs who I think just have bloated rushing yard totals. So going under on Derrick Henry on Monday night. Well, let's get to you for another pick from the week 14 slate. Your last one before we get to the touchdown calls. Yeah, I am a sucker for receiving yard, running back props, especially if you can target the right ones. And I found the right one this week. It is Joe Mixon receiving yards 21 and a half over. Mixon has hit uh, this total three straight weeks and six of, uh, oh, and over three of the last six weeks, 12th in targets for running backs and sixth in snaps where they run a route are his ranking. So again, he has had the 12th most targets at running back. He is also six in snaps where they run a route. So he is out there where running backs are running routes. Jags are averaging six receptions at games to RBs over the last month. And the third most receiving yards to running backs, Browning loves, loves throwing it to Joe Mixon. We've seen huge reception totals. To be honest with you, we're staring at the receptions in general to maybe play that. But this is a much safer marker here. It's a great matchup. He is out there when RBs are running. Browning trusts him. He trusts two things. He trusts Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. Those are the things. So Joe Mixon, absolute smash for me on the receiving yards at RB. And I know we like the over on that game. At least we did yesterday, Erickson, myself, and uh, Boggs. We think that's going to be the fun, sneaky game when everyone's talking about the... Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, or maybe the, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles. How about that Cincy game? I think the Cincy game might be very surprising. All right, Erickson, give us one more call for the prop department for week 14. 
gonna be it's, don't it's an over folks okay okay oh, going with wow. the over here gotta end on a strong note so going kate otten tight end over 23 and a half receiving yards so this is not a ladder bet situation he's a tight end but let's not get crazy God, but two overs in one show are against... you okay <laughs> and a tight end ah i'm doing fine okay i'm doing fine feeling good wellness check the, Fal the falcons are one of the worst defenses against tight ends six most receiving yards allowed to tight ends 59 per game fourth most catches allowed at 6.1 and before last week in that tough matchup against the Carolina Panthers, Otten was over 27 receiving yards in five of his last six games played. He's also went over this number when he last faced the Falcons, caught five balls for 43 yards. So I think it's just a little bit of recency bias with Kate Otten coming off a game where he had a goose egg. It was a bad matchup against the Panthers. The Falcons are a really good matchup for tight end. So I really like Kate Otten, especially because he plays every single snap for the Buccaneers offense. So I like him in this spot. All right, uh, let's talk about some touchdowns, boys. Welsh, start us off. You said it's weird, so um, people don't realize how weird it's going to be. So I hope you're all sitting down. So, Zach Wilson, anytime touchdown. He does not have a rushing touchdown this year. He has one last year, and I believe he had four in 2021. So that's five rushing touchdowns. One of those was against the Houston Texans. We have bad weather. Mm -hmm. We have Zach Wilson putting the team on his back. <laughs> and we have got a banged up Brees Hall. I mean, this is Zach Wilson's team, guys. Zach Wilson is going to have a short yardage rushing touchdown this week. And we are getting six and a half to one. Anytime touchdown, Zach Wilson. Boom. Well, you're right. It definitely is driving me back to the to the drink that's definitely back to yep. the, uh, get that wine back get that wine back you might yeah. have to take a sip before you make the bet but when you cash it it will be a <laughs> i might have to drink a bottle payday. after uh but uh erickson you were late to the party on the touchdown so who's the pick this week oh no i meant to just i just kept the same guy in the show sheet from last week but you took him out well, uh, I don't know what you're thought. Why well would here. I think that you're copy paste? That's why bro. I left him in. I left him in because I was like, I'm not. No, because then I was why didn't you early. say, hey, don't delete the guy that I picked last week because I'm just going to roll I thought it over. We were on that. Because you've been drinking, Joe. Line connection. Well, that's because you've been drinking. That's not false. So, all right. So, <laughs> so who is it? Remind the people who maybe missed yesterday or oh, last week's it's show. Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan. He's going to catch a touchdown this week. Okay. So last week didn't didn't pull through. But again, Cortland Sutton has taught me a very valuable lesson. Sometimes you're just early. Sometimes you're early on touchdown scores. So Sutton what, next year he's going to catch all the touchdowns? Is that what you're no, saying? No, Brevin okay. George is going to catch a touchdown this week because the Jets are one of the worst defenses against tight ends, allowing touchdowns. They don't allow touchdowns to wide receivers because they have their stud cornerbacks locked down all the top receivers that they face, but they let the tight ends run wild in the end zone. So not only is Zach Wilson going to score in this game, but Brevin George is going to score in this game, and we're going to get these odds parlayed together at like 10 to 1. So what do you think, Welsh? I like, you know what I was trying to do? Why can't I find this? I wanted to pair Zach Wilson with Brevin. Yeah, here we go. I'm about to do oh, it. Lord. You pair our two touchdown, anytime touchdowns together. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we can't. Uh, no, I have to anytime. Yeah, yeah. You just said that. I have to anytime. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but it's going to be beautiful. And yes, we're going to do it. It's the ugliest same game, anytime it's parlay that's ever you existed. Would think that the Brevin Jordan number would not be quite That's his as... individual one. Yeah, well, that's the individual. That's individual one. one. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah. still. But, I think that's a little like a lot, a lot of credit for Brevin Jordan. You know, I kind of agree. That's well, the same number you as know, Noah the, the Brown. Same, I think that's a little absurd. Pardon me. The safe, the safest one on the planet for me was that Jordan Addison one. Oh, I love you're the getting Addison. close to. I mean, you're getting you're Addison getting at two forty. Why would I take Brevin Jordan at three hundred? 
Well, that's what I'm saying. You're getting because like because it's gonna three. happen. That's why because <laughs> you're getting right. close to like three to one on that. I think that's the best one. But hold on, I'm I'm gonna do the same game parlay because I can now do it here. Zach Wilson and Brevin Jordan because I clicked on same game parlay. It is. 24 to 1 oh, 24 if you want to, to do that. Let's there's go. a spe- there's a uh, betting pros prop special 24 to 1 Zach Wilson Brevin Jordan and you can You're getting you plus 2790 on FanDuel on that boy. You know why? Because Zach Wilson's number is 750 right now on the FanDuel side. So drink up everybody just as a reminder <laughs> You've got Jaden Reed, 38 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Welsh likes the uh, over in that one. Stroud rushing yards over nine and a half. Uh, Jordan Addison receiving yards over 33 and a half. DJ Moore, alt receiving yards, 75. Joe Mixon uh, receiving yards over 21 and a half. Uh, then you've got on the other side of Andrew Erickson, Josh Jacobs under 76 and a half rushing yards. Roshan over 14 and a half rushing yards. Jawan Johnson under two and a half receptions. Derrick Henry under 56 and a half rushing yards. Kate Otten over 23 and a half receiving yards. He's calling Brevin Jordan. The Welsh is calling Zach Wilson. And I'm calling for a refill because those are some, uh, those are some big odds. But you know what? That's what we do here. You play big. That's what we're doing. We're having some fun here on Betting Pros. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Drop your comments below. What are you in on? What are your favorite props? I want to hear from you. Drop them below in the channel. Go join our Discord too. It just costs like 25,000 people or some crazy thing like that on the Discord for Betting Pros. Get in there. Start talking to the geniuses in that group. It's fantastic. Fantasypros.com slash chat is how you join. It's free. Go check that out as well. Don't forget about the holiday offer we've got running too. Bettingpros.com slash promo. That's where you get the one year for free when you bundle them together. And of course, check out Fast Break Bets, the NBA show right here on the channel as well. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for the Welsh and Andrew Erickson. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.